letting the audience guess what we were just talking about. <laughs> no. I guarantee you can't. Uh, welcome back to the break room, New Rock Stars live show coming at you direct from our actual break room here at New Rockstar's headquarters. We're thrilled to have you. We hope you're thriving and alive and out there. Uh, and we've, we've got a great panel here to talk about the nerdy news of the day. Uh, we're gonna get into like uh, the future of the DCEU, uh, some Fantastic Four maybe news, uh, and, and we're gonna sneak some snacks into the movie theater. But to do that with me, I'm Zach Huddleston, and I've got my esteemed panel here of we got Brandon Barrick. Yeah, if the police are watching, I've never snuck anything into a movie okay, theater. Okay, I don't. I don't know. Jail for if, you, if you're a cop and you're watching, you have to put. Yeah, you have to. You have to put I am a chat. cop. The, yeah. Are there any cops in you chat? Have you have to put ACAB in the chat. <laughs> no. The uh, statute limitations on raisinets is like. Oh, thank goodness. Twenty years. By I the mean. time they melt, uh, it's already over. <laughs> okay. uh, we got the wonderful Jessica Clemens here. I have never snuck. Uh, any kind of snack into a movie theater, but I do torrent everything. <laughs> 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 Pays for the snacks. Yeah, the snacks the are already in <laughs> You wouldn't download a bag of popcorn, would you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we're thrilled to welcome our friend. Yes, yeah. thank you, Philip. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll take it because he's my friend. <laughs> I'll take uh, yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah, the chat's yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, we can't call out that the chat's excited for you. Oh, no, I meant that we were all talking about stealing popcorn. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> about me. Koi Jandro, our good friend. We, uh, I uh, discovered him. I discovered him. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I was plucked from I get 10% of everything he does. Uh, 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 I made this guy. Uh, no, uh, I watched a lot of Real Rejects content that he kept appearing on, and then I see this guy everywhere. Yeah. And he, here's my favorite thing about him. He knows this S. Ooh, he knows wow. his S. Oh, right. Right. Not, so we gotta say the swearing. S. The reverse swear jar has not been uh, yes. activated yet. Yeah, we'll but. talk about that in a second. Thank you, Corey, for joining us. So excited to be here. Um, also, we were we were joking, you know, when Tommy Bechtold's not here, it takes an army to replace him, really. Truly. We <laughs> probably need four <laughs> yeah, or five yeah. more people to bring the amount of energy. But I have full faith that Philip and uh, Corey are, are uh, better than equipped uh, right. to replace yes, this and Tommy. And to be clear, I am Philip Molina. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you did a good job of introducing other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and real quick, I'll say for movie theater uh, crimes, mm. I absolutely dated someone for a long time for only the free movies. Can, oh. can I say I've been on the other side of that? I worked in the theater for six years and definitely was dated for a long time for free movies. Oh, experienced wow. it. All of this and someone could have just torrented the book. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> All right. Stephanie AMC, your first girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what, would, uh, what would Nicole Kidman feel about all this? Heartbreak feels a little better in a place like yes. this. Yes. Wow. Uh, and uh, Whoppers just taste better in a place like this. Um, <laughs> let's get into, oh, as Philip mentioned, <laughs> Today, we have a redemption for Super Chats. We appreciate everybody in the chat right now, everybody who's throwing us a couple shekels, a couple doubloons, um, including Jeff Burst. I'm sorry, I mispronounced your name. He got in there early. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, but if we hit a multiple of $100, that unlocks our swear jar. We are not allowed to curse otherwise. Philip already edited himself really well. Beautiful. Said, said that Coy knew his ass. But. Oh, you guys thought I was going to say a curse word. Yes. Yeah. Stuff. You were gonna say stuff. Now, yes. now I'll never tell you what I'm uh, gonna You were gonna say nice. cinema? Scientology? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, but if we hit that, it, unlo it unlocks the swear jar. And when that thing unlocks, it's like Pandora's box. Ooh. The profanity that spews forth yeah. is pretty wild. Again, I, I, uh, a lot of these things on the show get run by me. This is not what I approve. That's right. But fine. No. 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 <laughs> this thing, this thing, it was a seed planted and it grew out funky. No one approved it. It just, it happened. Yeah. It's, it's, it got right. wet and then this happened. Yeah, the show has become sentient. And we this is what's we going fed on. it after midnight and now we've got a swear jar. Um, but let's get into our headlines. Graphic. graphic. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It doesn't show up unless you pull it. <laughs> Some people are watching this show in 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Two people still have 3D yeah. TVs. Or you put on your glasses. such a little weirdo, you can't even see it. We can't see it. The cameraman, our best <laughs> uh, friend Dashiell's in front of it for us. Thanks, Dashiell. Best friend Dashiell. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the headlines of the day, it's, it's a little bit of a lighter news day, but we've got some interesting conversation starters. So there's been a lot of speculation. You know, Warner, Warner Media, owner of Warner Brothers, HBO, mm -hmm. among other things, and Discovery, owner of a lot of other cable networks and whatever. I used to work there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're merging, actually. <laughs> Thanks Discovery. <for> <laughs> 
So I'll weigh in as appropriate. Okay. Yeah. As an we, insider. Well, we talk about Subway restaurants. I'm, I'm Once we get the Jamba Juice, I can't wait to tell you what we make. Just uh, case Cinema's inside. Hey. After ready, you got oh. this guy's close personal friend late. of David Zaslav, uh, Philip Molina. Uh, <laughs> I'm so a Zaslaver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're merging. And so, you know, one of the kind of key properties of Warner Brothers is the DC EU, DC. HBO Max properties, CW shows, all that kind of stuff falls under there. There's been a lot of speculation, especially about the DCEU. We know we got a Shazam coming. We know we got a Flash coming. We know we got an Aquaman 2 coming. We don't know much else. We don't know about the direction that that's going. Uh, we don't know about plans beyond these three movies. Um, and there's, there was kind of a rumor that sprung up in the last 24, 48 hours that Joker director Todd Phillips might be having a bigger influence on the future of the DCEU than was previously speculated. Uh -huh. he, his name has not been floated around much. In fact, a lot of people thought, like, he's just going to do this one-off Joker mm -hmm. movie. It's not even connected to the rest of the DCEU. But supposedly, he might be a part of this, like, kind of long-term planning. See, that's the reason why I don't know why he would be made as acting advisor when it's like, yeah, this is the guy that made a Joker film that's not really Consciously mixing. not well, like, yeah. involved. Like, not the, involved The whole point is the separateness. That's, yeah. that's why it thrives. It's, so like, like, it's like asking like the people from like everything everywhere all at once. I mean, like, advice for us? Just because it's a good <laughs> film. So I'm so that's confused. The, but these are the exact same people who, uh, when Nolan made his films, and then they were like, well, we'll, we'll make our own. And they were like, wait, 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 never mind. You are Come really back, good come back. This. We like come this. Back, yeah. And so Todd Phillips, it's like an Oscar somehow was born out of right. what we made. Please and, stick and around. a lot of money. But I think a the, the of strength yeah. of that film was the counter-programming. So I don't think you can counter-counter-programming. Like, once a punk band sells a certain amount of albums, are they still punk? Like, is there a certain amount of what your expectations for furthering that story even are, and how do you extrapolate that from being an indie film broad strokes? Yes. Like, the DC Universe is inherently shiny. The reason this was special mm -hmm. is that it wasn't. So I don't think you can make a fully gritty universe because at the end of the day, you're just a hot topic. Like, you well, can't live there. Well, yeah. well why, why a, a, a gritty universe and not just, you know, auteurs doing their one-shots? One I think that's an option. I think the strength of DC is that. I just yeah. don't know if they're going to let themselves do that when they're calling it the D They've been fighting to be the DCEU for 10 years. If they had just gone okay, we're going to make these things separate, we mm -hmm. would have had a thriving Aquaman, a thriving Wonder Woman, but they kept, in my opinion, kept trying to put it together, separate it, put it together, separate it. So if you get Zack Snyder to make a universe and then stop it halfway, you're going to have a problem. If you get Todd Phillips mm -hmm. to make a universe and stop it halfway, mm -hmm. yeah, that's so right. you don't need make to a universe, yeah. make 10, make yeah. ten and, movies. And maybe that's the Todd Phillips influence, right? Maybe he's not telling him to build to a new Justice League or something like that with all these interconnected films. Maybe he's like, let all these things thrive well, on watch yeah. him. Watch him still do it. Because <laughs> Booster looks great, right? Like, yeah. we, we've seen a couple images, and like the things they've let be their own thing. I think one of the greatest things about Shazam is it felt like its own thing. Yes. I don't want, I liked that the voice of Batman wasn't Ben Affleck, personally. I liked yeah, that yeah, the, yeah. the, yes, yes, the yes. Cavill moment wasn't necessarily a Cavill moment. So I think the strength of DC is actually being a counter-programming to Marvel. And I think the strength of the DC Comics is, while right now it is currently Batman-heavy, those books, you don't have to read every one of those mm -hmm. books in order to get any of those books. Mm -hmm. And the, the movies haven't committed to that yet. If Todd Phillips did it, yes, but will they? Uh, here's, a, here's a bet. Uh, uh, find me, and, and uh, Zach will shave his head if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Todd Phillips is at least going to advise on a future Gotham by Gaslight movie. Oh, I love that idea. It's, that's the exact kind of place I think that thing, these things are headed, right? Where it's like, like, no, we are purposely, we're so not connected. It's not even in our time period. Yeah, go back in time. It's, you know, it's, uh, there's not, what is Batman without electronics? DC Black Label. You know? Like, do yeah, the, like, exactly. so the, in the comics right now, my favorite line is DC Black Label because it is an adult. It's, uh, they're, they're actually shaped differently. The books themselves are a prestige format, so you can't mix them up with other comic books. So they come out more rarely. If you did a DC Black Label line of movies and had R rated films that live intentionally oh. separately, and get Oscars. Beautiful. Then right. you have a, a universe that is. Strong, and that's a good. That's why I put my. That's why I shave your head. That's the yeah. bed I'd put on. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Yeah. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. I like no how way. we chose Zach and not the luscious brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right the only way this can happen is uh, I saw 14 million uh, things. Yeah. All of them have Zach's head My brother was haircut at the table. I'll, yeah. I'll happily take yeah. that bet. Also. I will take that bet because I think you're wrong, and I think this rumor is going to turn out to be false. Well, because way. he's got more to the story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you're right. I think this rumor is going to turn out to be not that big a deal. I don't doubt if Todd Phillips never makes another film for DC, never touches even Joker again, yeah. and instead Matt Reeves becomes. Yes, oh, I love. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I would. Uh, that's. Mm, 
I would choose Matt Reeves over Todd. No, no, I'm not disagreeing. I choose Matt Reeves over Look, Todd, Todd Phillips would choose Matt Reeves over Todd Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd Phillips has so much money because of the, the Hangover, hangover movie. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and Project X. And Project. Like, he, he produces very well, which is why this rumor I took as like a second grain of salt, just because he is a very yes, astute God. producer. Like he works with Joel Silver a lot, who's a genius and gave us the 90s. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's the right man for this job, yes. he's the right man for a job. Yes, Whereas Matt Reeves, he's already built out in one movie, what, five villains, a universe, a texture, a tone, an entirely new thing, and he's got two shows that theoretically might have merged into one, but that'll all correlate, and I think that he inherently knows that Batman and Superman don't work narratively together, so he wouldn't yeah. be as inclined to try to make this thing that is Superman punching a guy in a tin suit. Right, <laughs> you're making the argument that Todd Phillips is not gonna be uh, the Russo brothers, he's gonna be Kevin Feige, and then he brings in Matt, Re Matt Reeves. Conceptually, if, yeah. if they so choose to go away that they want an overseer, I think Todd Phillips would do it in the way you're describing with Gotham by Gaslight and those things, but I think that that would look different than what people are assuming a coherent direction is. 100%. And, and I think, you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe in the next year we'll get a picture of what 2023 and beyond looks yep. like. For I hope in the next year we'll know what 2023 looks like. Maybe in the next eight months. By, by March 2023, <laughs> we'll understand 2023. Yeah. We were joking around today that, like, you know, last month Marvel, Kevin Feige's like, we plan out the next 10 years. And today DC's like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, someone's gonna direct something. What else? Well, what today else? DC's what else? literally saying, well, we know we're not recasting Flash. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll all they know. That, that movie that's already shot, we know we're not gonna change that. That's as far ahead as oh, they can look. Okay. Speaking of DC properties. We are still in headlines. There has not been right. a different graphic. Technically, technically we're at headline. headlines. Headlines. Okay, <laughs> so, but uh, moving on to other DC news, uh, the directors of the upcoming HBO Max Batgirl film, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. I apologize if I butchered those names, uh, both of you. Uh, but they confirmed that Michael Keaton will be in that film as Batman. Yep. <laughs> we all are silent. I feel we like said, Michael Keaton is just showing up on sets. They give him a script, and he's like, oh, I'm Batman he's, I'm going to improv. I'm <laughs> going to improv this. I'm yeah. not going to read it. I'll, I'll yeah. bet Zach's hair that, like, he's not in that movie for more than yeah. five minutes. And no, it's just him saying, uh, I want to form a team. <laughs> yeah. I bet it has something to do with that. With Batman. Oh, I'm Batman. Batman. Oh. Batman. Oh. With Robin oh. or something. We got to get this Wonder Woman. I <laughs> love Michael Keaton, and we I love do. Michael we Keaton's Batman. We all do. We all do. But why is our first footage from The Flash him <laughs> saying a line that he said to the Joker in improv? Why is the first thing we hear from Batman a line that only makes sense in the context of the they, Joker? It's like, you want to get crazy? That doesn't even make sense as like, it's not a catchphrase. <laughs> Why are you using that again? And now they're putting it in the HBO Max show, putting him as a correlative thing to tie this universe together. It That's doesn't even, it I doesn't, love it. it I, doesn't make sense. I don't love it. I don't love it at all. I wouldn't put any money into it. But <laughs> it's George so Clooney chaotic. in there. Bring it back George so Clooney. Just go crazy with it if you're going to make it I, that crazy. I love right now the feeling of like, not just being like a nerd, but like a pop culture fan because it's like when we were little and there were the very clear action heroes, right? It was like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and, and Bruce Willis, whatever. And we were like, imagine if they teamed up one day. And like, <laughs> we were like movie studios and then the Expendables kind of thing happened, right? That's like all that's happening right now. It's like, what if Michael Keaton came back? And also uh, Darth Vader is gonna have another fight with Obi-Wan, like every single thing. It's cause we're the suits now. The we're, problem we are, is, we, are we are grew up and now we're like, yeah. what if I did dump out we my are the toys suits, in another sandbox? And those actors need money. Yeah. Right? They're like, hey, you know oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The money's great. I mean, we're, <laughs> what's the catchphrase we're trying to work into the break room every day? Every time I'm, an MCU actor's like, I'd happily appear in 12 more of these films yeah. and series, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, they like, keep getting checks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They call it thirsty actor. What was yeah, it? Yeah, the thirsty actor award. Thirsty thespian. Thirsty Also, going back to our childhoods, can you imagine a day when we don't yet have the Amalgam universe, but we do have two universes where Michael Keaton is gathering people. We've got him gathering the Sinister Six, we've got him gathering Batmans, and yet we might somehow, through people consuming each other, have Michael Keaton play the two people that can cause Amalgam. It's like, the guy from our childhood is the guy that's both connecting these universes Which is like why separately. it's also so cool it's at awesome. the same time. Because he was in Multiplicity, so there's multiple. Right. Yeah. 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 We, need, we need the photocopy of a photocopy yeah, yeah. key yeah. to get in these there are all the, This is the Multiplicity-verse, where all of yeah. them have branched out. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of uh, multiplicity, I don't think there's a direct connection here. It is a normal word you can just be using. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of films, um, <laughs> actually this is not a film either, but uh, we got a quote, you know, John Watts, Helmer of the three Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man films, uh, was quoted, he's producing this upcoming Star Wars series, Skeleton Crew, starring Jude Law and some children. 
Um, <laughs> and he was quoted, he, he, it was an Instagram post by Christian Harlov. Uh, he said it had a Clone Wars feel to it. You have no idea what that means. <laughs> you just talked to Christian I literally Harlow was with Christian on the way Just now. <laughs> and what does this mean? What does it mean? So basically what I gathered was they want that uh, kind of prequel but rapid pace. Like I think the, the prequels are, uh, love them or hate them, they have a slower pace than a lot of the other Star Wars things with you know the politics and those oh, things. Yeah, yeah. I think what they're saying is they want to make sure the, pe- the prequel fans feel happy. They want that Amblin clip. And I think that's what like John Watts was kind of uh, describing with those things. So yes, man, that's what I gather from this. Uh, I think it's a pacing thing, but I could it's, totally be wrong. It's when he said Clone Wars, he means the films more than like, the show, the animated. Well, show, I think maybe, it was the animated or? show, but like that show like moved, but, but was yeah. still a prequel cool flavor. A lot of a, a, there's action and, and a lot of time passage. Yeah, kind of but like it, it moves. But then again, uh, we didn't direct. I just think it's very funny that I literally we were filming a, a rewatch thing. We're watching all the Toy Stories. But I will I will ask the man. We, the were, we were guessing that he was just like had to think of something. <laughs> Uh, 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 he looked, there was a Clone Wars poster uh, right behind yeah, him. It's um, like Tatooine what? feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also Jedi. Yeah. I'm going to assume, I think this is a good faith assumption. This is a direct insult to Dave Filoni and <laughs> John Favreau. It's going He's not referencing any of the live action Star right. Wars series. It's going, actually, it wouldn't be an insult to Dave Filoni, just to John Favreau, right? right? If um, you're wrong, you'll shave your head. Uh, fair. And if you're right, mm-hmm. maybe fair. You, you know what? Can't shave your head twice. <laughs> Or uh, I mean, it's like you can't unring you a bell. That's right. Can. You can't put that toothpaste back like a tree. Shave your head again. Okay. Okay. Shave, we'll never go back. That's right. Mm. Uh, oh, and then you know we have uh, we have so much release news far ahead of time. We already know when films are coming out in 2023. We got kind of a surprise release news yeah. just today that Multiverse of Madness is going to be dropping on Disney Plus June 22nd. Three Crazy. weeks. In three wow. weeks from now, it's going to be on there. It's our, it's still the number two, number three and movie at the box office. About like streaming or yeah. like digital, digital downloads or the physical copies. They're just like, oh, we're going to put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think we're, this is the beginning of a new streaming wars mm-hmm. because we had that phase one streaming wars pre-pandemic, and it was like, all right, everyone, talk about your slate. Slate yeah. change. And then the pandemic happened. Everybody's like, what if all of our movies are now on the thing? Yeah. And now we're getting into an age where we're in this conversation of movies are going to be a hybrid thing, and I think we're going to see a lot of companies go. Yeah, we're going to release this early here. We won't actually talk about any other format of release. You need to be on these things to be exclusive and have that, especially yeah, with Marvel true. having the, the TV and film stuff. But I think we're going to, over the next two years, see a lot of people fighting to get distribution rights early. Like, I think it's going to be like the 90s when VHS was kind of like mm-hmm. fading into DVD and a lot of people were like, oh, but six months earlier on D- I think we're going to see that with I streaming. Think, I think the streaming mafia is in play here. Because <laughs> HBO Max just threw out like Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other oh, yeah. Day, out of nowhere. I think they quick. see Netflix on the ropes mm-hmm. and they're like, Let's That's what I'm saying. We're going to see people like yeah, rope it over Body blows. Oh, yeah, That's we've got an $800 million movie yeah, yeah. on our yeah, show. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we got, like, I think we're going to see that now. Well, well, what you were just touching on, I'll just pretend it was my point. The, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, an 800, yeah, discovered I discovered him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, discovered. Uh, Same thing. Uh, anyway, $800 million movie, right? Not accurate, but like these insane budgets at the same exact time that Netflix just uh, it kind of leaked, mm-hmm. we're not going to spend a lot of money on our right. movies. We're going well, and, and I also think this, this dovetails with the conversation we're going to have later. This also speaks to the weakness of movie theaters. The only thing that was holding this back pre-pandemic from studios being able to do this is because movie theaters would get pissed at them because they have a guaranteed yeah, yeah. window right. of you know however many weeks that you're not going to um, release your film in any other format. But the movie theaters are just struggling to stay alive uh, right now. Uh, excuse me, this is Top Gun on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like going to say, we're going to have... Tom Cruise has shot Marvel down. He has <laughs> saved <laughs> cinema again. And you know the, the only guy that can do it? The 60-year-old actor. That's right, know? the boomers From our childhood. <laughs> but I do think there's going to be a wave of people. The exhibition world isn't dead yet. And I do think there's going to be a conversation where we need the theatrical under because of the Netflix conversation. I think Netflix mm. putting up that white flag shows that we need movies that are going to make money. Scorsese can't make this stuff anymore over there. It's not going to be put on HBO. You need that theatrical window for older people and theater lovers to actually get the movie to make some money. Yeah, I and, think you need both. Those aren't going anywhere. And, and you know, Scorsese uh, has made right theatrical films his whole career. I think, like, it, it just, the power and influence of theaters it's, over it's the industry, yeah. right, is, like, dramatically. And, in fact, right, there's some, this is a, a conversation for another day, but, like, there's all this, these moves behind the scenes to get rid of the um, monopoly restrictions yeah. on studios being able to own theaters. I think right? that's what's Netflix next. already owns theaters. Like, uh, you know, that could be another branch. I don't think movie theaters are going to go away, but it, the, our interaction with them will certainly dramatically change over mm-hmm. time. Well, right? speaking of Scorsese's next film, 
The search for the Fantastic Four director. There it is. Clearly, that's a transition that's right there. Clearly. That's, that's a, a transition. That's a segue right there for you, okay? <laughs> uh, Justin Kroll, Deadline Senior Film Reporter, stated in tweets that Marvel doesn't expect the role to be filled anytime soon, which is insane. This movie's supposed to come out in 2023. I would bet Zach's hair that it doesn't come out in 2023 now. <laughs> we need to stop. No, his hair's going away. Well, so by, by this point, we're not betting so the hair bets. on my head. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, do you guys think that this movie's going to get delayed? They have not even picked a director, and as far as we know, they've cast no cast. one well, person. They could also, maybe, maybe. They could, you know how Disney loves to do like those holi the family holiday like releases. So right. it could come out in like December, December of 2023. There's also That's more than the uh, who directs all of Tom Cruise's movies except for Tom Cruise. Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah, Christopher McQuarrie <laughs> uh, shoots like. 70% of those movies right. before the script is even, not even locked, well, before there's dialogue that's why in a lot we, of these things. I'm sure everyone really hates him. Well, so set. I thought that, and I was like, especially like as a writer, I'm like, how dare you think that you can, and then I watched the movie, I'm like, the movie's good. This is I awesome. Bet it is. Good. Well, <laughs> we, know, we know Marvel does that too with like previs and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, it the might director be more shows done. up and they're like, here's your third act, we've already started doing the. We've done the previs, like, like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna put face on that. Right, right. Elizabeth Olsen saying, I've never met this man about John. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's interesting about Fantastic yeah. Four is they don't have masks, so you can't really like start doing a lot. Maybe the thing you could start working. I on. also imagine Mr. Fantastic's already got a lot of yeah, bodies. Yeah. Yeah. You've already got. We're just gonna cut the hat <laughs> out and put it on. Well, that. And, it's and probably true. We are under the assumption that this is true. We don't know. Maybe there That's is true. a director hired. Maybe there is casting already done, and the the super airtight ship of Marvel, right, has had no leaks up until. Well, no, but they delay all the time. They're looking at a lot <laughs> yeah. of big name directors for this movie. Supposedly, that's what these tweets were about. Uh, there's rumors that they're looking for like another Oscar winner. Mm -hmm. You know, Chloe Zhao, Oscar winner. Though she was brought in before she won her Oscar, like won it in, in the process of that movie coming out. A lot of fans have talked about Brad Bird, hmm. who directed The Incredibles, a, a great. Almost like a pseudo Fantastic Four, yeah. pretty much. He's done a couple live action movies. He did a Mission Impossible. And it was good. Yep. Ghost yeah. Protocol. Which, which yeah. one? Ghost Protocol. Okay. Fourth one. I don't. Uh, he did that one. <laughs> uh, he did another movie recently. It escapes. Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland that's right. George Clooney. Uh, yeah. A much maligned movie that a lot of Disney fans <laughs> like myself wish were much better oh, and wish God. had really okay, been embraced it. by the parks. Let's talk about Tomorrowland, guys. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't it be fun? No. No. Uh, who should direct it? Well, here's who I think should direct the next Fantastic Four Ooh, movie. Okay. Okay. This is a wild one. This is a. I'm gonna give you a wild pick. Uh, he's a guy. He's a guy. Uh, he, he'd fallen out of my director graces for a little while, but he really came back last year with a great movie. Is this person problematic? No, I hope not. Uh, uh, he, he is a guy. He's, he's a classic. Oh, Talk about a childhood. Let's Steven Spielberg come oh. in and do a, a Marvel movie. He, I, I thought, I thought West Side Story was great. I think Minority Report is a great movie. Minority Report is a it is. very great movie. Of course movie. it is. War of the Worlds is great. Yeah. War of the Worlds is great. Everything else in the middle. But what does he, have to, what does he have to gain from this? He loves. He, he's I, having I think, fun. I think yeah. doing West a fun new action Movie. Might be a lot of, and a movie about family. He loves movies about yeah. families. Yeah, uh, and a dad that is problematic. Mm. And uh, a West Side Story had the scale, right? Uh, for a, for a musical, you know, like wasn't yeah, even. Here, here's yeah. the problem. I think. I mean, it'd be a dope movie. Don't get me wrong. And I love Steven Spielberg. Like you, to be able to fit within the Marvel machine, he would have to give up so much of the autonomy and the creative freedom that he gets to enjoy on equally big budget post Sam Raimi ones. That's a big yeah. part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Sam Raimi is, is way lower on the director but title was especially right, right now. Feige was saying he enjoyed that, like he uh, yeah, kind of let Sam Raimi do this movie yeah, and okay. have two seconds to himself and I, he's got a thousand <laughs> questions to answer every day. Stop bugging me! Leave me alone! Yeah, but let, let, a, let a big name come in and just kind of handle it. Okay, so. I think. Well, sorry, real quick. Uh, uh, and let's do this for everybody a little bit. So it's Spielberg's movie. When does it take place? I, I, I like that, that story that was kind of going around that's going to be set in the past a little mm. bit. Yeah, me too. Mm. Uh, yeah. So set it in the 60s. And it was the John be, Watts rumor, right? Yeah, yeah, let it be this like separate story. Let him handle it. And the end of it is very Captain America where they jump to the future mm. somehow. Right, right. And, but, and, it's, and it's a family movie. It's a family. It's about this family trying to like keep themselves together even though uh, cosmic rays have torn them apart. <laughs> and the thing's mad because he can't walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. He can't date anymore. He's got to yeah. date a blind lady. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and what is there, the, just the shot of like, there's something, there's a, a lot of big problems in the background. I'm just thinking of that classic Spielberg shot of like, one little thing and then there's a bunch of them. Right. That happens. Neutrons. That's the climax. Neutrons. Neutrons. Yeah. neutrons are everywhere. There you go. Jessica, who are you, you going to say? Uh, going to make this quick. I think it should be Spike Lee. And oh. I think it should be placed in... Uh, 
friggin' uh, the prohibition times. Uh, <laughs> we gotta go. We do have to speed this up a little bit because we have three other segments that we haven't finished headlines. Speed round. Okay, I want to do it set in the 60s and it gets to now, but that's by way of it being in the Quantumania world where we saw that little city that we've teased yeah, for a lot. I would have the main villain be a nihilist because that would tie into the negative zone. I would make the negative zone the quantum realm. That way you save time as far as continuity and you actually catch up to the MCU. And I would use a nihilist as a way to have a villain that is very streamlined, very simple, you want to consume. And then you set up Dr. Doom through Wakanda. Mm, that's and that way you've got the, you got the yes, political baby. aspect of, of, you know, you put him there and you have him looming, you have him the Emperor Palpatine. You get a one-off villain, yes. so you introduce mm. the family, you can actually have time with all four of them. You don't have to lean on the Doctor Doom, which is very like, important. He's the fifth lead. I would have, I, this is the one thing you prepped me for, so I, I over-prepped. I got uh, four different directors I would oh. want to do. Wait, uh, this is a speed zone. The this is a speed yeah. round, right? Yeah. Speed round <laughs> and I have a full 20-minute pitch in this, The Real Rejects. We did a whole thing where I did Koi's Comic Corner. My debut episode is about the Fantastic Four pitch. Perfect. But my uh, four directors that I would want to have are either the Daniels, who just did everything everywhere all at once, yes, because I think they would understand the wonkiness of that Kirby-esque flavor, that crazy OG Stanley in the 60s. I think they could get the side that would make it unique from other team books. I would then say uh, my second pick would be Soderbergh because he handles teams really well. He invests you in characters. We haven't seen Soderbergh do anything big in a while. I think it'd be fun to see an auteur director who just handled Kimmy, really great indie film. I'd like to see him come back to a big pizzazz, Brad Pitt spectacular. Uh, my weirdest pick is George Clooney himself. We mentioned George uh, Clooney. Yeah. I think he's a great director for Americana, and I think that Marvel's first family would be interesting to leave into a less toxic Americana and have like the Leatherheads feel, the Conventions of a Dangerous Mind feel, do all of those things. And then my weirdest of all picks, they'd get progressively weirder, Wes Anderson. A very yeah, symmetrical, Dash, sure. fantastic <laughs> four. Yeah. I want a very symmetrical, but I, I could see us having a movie that feels like you're reading a Mike Allred comic. You feels like you're reading a, a very specific, separate from the rest of the MCU on purpose, much like Sam Raimi, if Kevin Feige wants that. Those are my four. Beauty. Good answer. We'll Beauty. skip John, because she gave four. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are his uh, ideas. Those are his I, ideas. Uh, Five words, uh, or I, don't, I haven't counted the number of words. Shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Edgar Wright. Oh, let's go. Bring it back. Justice. Bring it back. I'll one up you. Uh, it, it's Matthew Vaughn. It's Matthew Vaughn. It's Kingsman meets oh. X Men First Class. It's a non cheesy, it's set in the 60s. It's non cheesy Fantastic Four, but also still like cla classic at the same yeah. time. That's mm. what I was like, fuck. Farter, farters, farters. Why do we all want the sixties? Why can't it be set in modern day? What's our problem with that? I think the sixties is. I, I think time periods and movies are just beautiful. Yeah. Freaking, um, um, freaking the chess one. The chess uh, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Searching for Bobby Fischer. Uh, That's right. That's a chess movie. That's right. <laughs> Queen's Hi? Gambit. Queen's yeah. Gambit. I think getting that feel and seeing like the art they can make yeah. and with that budget, just like making their house, making the clothes, doing all that stuff is just beautiful. Well, so it's just so, building 60s. It's, it's also much oh. less complicated because we got a lot going where, on where in they, modern been? MCU. Where, um, where, where have you been? This was this entire conversation spurred by no news about Fantastic Four. Just <laughs> wait till we get actual news. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how much less to say. Uh, but uh, speaking of news, the news about nutrition, guys, is that Athletic <laughs> Greens is great. We want to thank our friends at Athletic Greens for sponsoring today's show. Uh, I've got a bottle here of AG1, the signature Athletic Greens product that we've been sipping all week. All week. Tommy Bechtold, not here right now, but also a big fan of Athletic Greens. It's got like 71 uh, vitamins and minerals in there. The nice thing about Athletic Greens, and we're about to transition into talking about movie theater snacks, okay? <laughs> Let's say your summer diet <laughs> consists mostly of popcorn, Dr. Pepper, and Raisinets, okay? That's a delicious diet but that's maybe not covering all the things that your body needs to thrive and stay alive, right? And that's where Athletic Greens comes in. It's like a little nutritional insurance. You know, you know if, you, if you've got a spoonful of this stuff in a glass of cold water in the morning, you're, you're okay for the rest of the day, yeah. whether you hit your salads and your asparagus or not. And okay. probiotics are in there, right? Which probiotics. are not in any of those things you mentioned earlier. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, keep that gut health. It also has some cool stuff that even helps you like uh, be a little sharper right, which we could all use regardless of the season. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we wanna thank Athletic Greens. You should grab yourself some. Right now is the time, is the perfect time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Throw a scoop in there. No need for a million different pills and powders and tinctures. 
Uh, I love tincture, the word tincture. Isn't that a great word? And I know uh, it's aimed at me and my tinctures. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, tinctures. They call them tiny tincture back at the <laughs> orphanage. Um, uh, <laughs> to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of oh. immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Mm. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com breakroom. The link in this video description as well. Again, that's athleticgreens.com breakroom. Take ownership over your health pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We also want to uh, take a moment to plug. So we've got a nice t-shirt model here in Philip Molina, who's repping um, our special Obi-Wan themed oh, latest obsession shirt. Oh, that's nice. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. Do you guys read Arbesh? I do not, uh, unfortunately. Do. Empire's Most Wanted. Uh, close. Uh, Empire's Most Hung. Oh, okay. Get out of we, we here. We were wondering, Philip, <laughs> yeah. this, this Obi-Wan bears a strong resemblance to you. Were you the model, the life model for this Obi-Wan? Uh, I, you know what? I did not notice that, but <laughs> he is mostly eyebrows and beard. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I think I like that. He's got a little, uh, a smaller little man in him, too. Yeah. Just like I do. We've all got a little man inside. We've all got a child inside. inside. Yeah, We've got, got the two sons of Tatooine. Yeah. Got some Empire ships. Yes. Moisture evaporators. You can get this shirt. It's a limited edition latest obsession shirt. When you buy this, you can unlock the ability to leave a shout out that shows up on our WikiLeaks mm -hmm. show every week. Uh, MT, uh, no, I'm sorry, Tommy and Eric will we'll read that out loud. It'll roll in at the bottom. That's a cool thing. Uh, we've got a bunch of other cool Obi-Wan stuff at newrockstarsmerch.com. You can grab this shirt there. I'm repping um, an Asgard Ale yeah. or Asgard IPA shirt oh, that you can also you can find that at the Epic summer. Hero Shop. Uh, there's a whole line of like. Uh, boozy uh superhero inspired instead <laughs> of white claw there's a wakanda claw shirt it's cool guys take it to the <laughs> pool party this year uh this summer you'll have a good time with it um but now uh we want to transition here now normally this would be the place where we do mandatory fun okay by far the most popular segment on the show <laughs> uh the only segment that people know by name uh and we're not going to call this mandatory fun we're going to call it zach snacks <laughs> Oh, there's no graphic. Not only is there no graphic, but he clearly was looking for a close-up that was yeah. not given to him. <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, I specifically requested, I was like, John, I know you could throw together a gorgeous graphic. Instead, I would prefer a moment of silence. Oh, sorry. Say it one more time. Zach Snacks. Thank you. Great. Okay, All right. Right. Good, 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 good. All right, moving uh, on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, there were a couple news items uh, in the last week that inspired me to talk about this. I'm a big snack head. My, I think my Twitter name is still Snack Huddleston. Um, love, love food, love snack talk. And uh, one, one sad piece of news, supposedly <laughs> there is uh, worry that there's gonna be a popcorn shortage this summer. I don't buy it. You don't buy it? I think this is the popcorn industry big popcorn. trying to drive sales. Yeah. Everyone's gonna start buying more popcorn Orville, now because they're like, Bob I gotta get it now. The coast of Orville. There's always gonna be plenty Big of popcorn. I mean, I think there's logistics issues. I've there's... seen the fields of corn. <laughs> get out of here. Nebraska, uh, no, 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 this is Iowa. a stump speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gazed upon the popcorn fields. Uh, Russell Crowe. Great gladiator, but it's more like gladiator. Yes. <laughs> there's popcorn in those fields, gentlemen. We just have to harvest it. Yeah. Uh, speaking I, of popcorn, I did. Did pop some Marvel Redenbacher here in the office. As I, Zach grabs stuff, I'm gonna give a shout outs real quick to all of the super chats. We're gonna get to you guys yes. after uh, Zach's snacks, uh, and we'll answer some of your questions. Mm, yes, and there's, there's some real. I'm I'm fully triggered by Tibetan Mastiff saying uh, keeping it 100. Morbius was better than the Batman. That's wow, Tibetan Mastiff. We'll talk about Morbid. It's Morbid time indeed. So this just got me thinking in general about movie theater snacks, right? Aww. Our habits, the things we like. I got some whoppers, some. Uh, Milk Duds, and uh, thank you, and, and some Raisinets. Those are three of the, I believe, the top 10 movie theater uh, what? candy snacks. As released, Fandango also did a poll recently. They released a bunch of different data. They'd done all these wide-ranging polls of people's uh, movie theater snacking habits, right? Things they preferred. They did a whole segment on the favorite candy to dump into popcorn. Mm. Does anybody hear a candy in your popcorn? Oh, yeah. A bunch of crunch. Absolutely. A bunch, bunch of crunch. crunch. The texture mixes well, but it allows for like a nice weight distribution, and then you get little spikes of chocolatey goodness, oh. but it doesn't settle too deep. These are all very heavy. You get them at the bottom of the bag. Bunch of crunch, little float boys. I like a peanut M&M. Yeah. It gets that butter on the shell. The shell keeps it intact. You don't mm -hmm. get the chocolate on your fingers, but then the chocolate's melty inside. 
And you still got a peanut, so it's healthy. You can tell your doctor. <laughs> I got all protein. Protein. Yeah. Good yeah. fats. It's, it's a, a legume. Filling. It's We're delicious. Yeah. Throw it in the chat if you like. Uh, let's run a poll real quick. Are you a candy and the popcorn person, or do you think that's heresy? Also, if so, uh, tell us what kind of candy are you dumping A lot of there. M&Ms in the chat. I can Reese's yeah. Pieces right. are great, too. Ever since E.T., Reese's Pieces and the popcorn. It's the move. Very nice. And the popcorn. And the popcorn. And a little peanut buttery Dump goodness. Someone yeah. said Skittles, and I don't believe that. No, that is wrong. That is wrong. There's no wrong answers, but that is I love a Skittle, but keep that on my popcorn. Jessica, do you put anything in your popcorn? You seem disgusted I'm by I'm very disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> Horrified. You guys are all monsters. Yeah, they should die, and I hope they burn it. <laughs> what do you do? I didn't you, put anything you enjoy in my popcorn, popcorn, but you just eat straight popcorn? Do you popcorn? want me to be real with you? Please. Do you ahead. want me to be real with you? Please. Be real. I usually sneak in a Panda Express Panda Bowl. <laughs> sneak in? What are you? Impo- impossible to consume that and not have everyone that is in smelling radius. Yeah, you're like, Panda Express is the wompiest food in the game. It is. It is. Orange chicken. It was orange chicken. The macro is like, you're stabbing with oh, a fork yeah. to try you to get. You know the usher as you're walking in and like, she's back. I look him in the eyes. And I eat it. <laughs> you know I what would work though? Put it in a popcorn bucket. Ooh. Ooh. By hand? No, just like nobody's like really paying attention to what you're reaching yeah. in your bucket. Wow. I'm, like I'm, tired just all th- I'm tired of these movie theaters selling like cheeseburgers and hot wings and oh, stuff. I'm tired no, of that. Never. I it's love that they do oh, that. I love that. that. I've, I've witnessed multiple times, Philip, right. go for that slice of pizza, go for that you know, hot dog. You know they don't have a kitchen back there. There's no kitchen back there. The IPIC theaters are like five-star grocery oh, yeah, food, yeah, yeah. and then you got a reclining seat, a little blanket, a little pillow action, but they're chefs. I went to I don't need all that. It's a little chef. I bet there's a roach in that chair. That's extra protein. They send the chicken fingers with dipping sauces. It's dark, I can't tell what I'm dipping into. That's the thing. The screen is bright. Actually, no, the last movie, I, I think, no, Maverick was bright. As, <laughs> Maverick was very That's bright. That's because it's from the 80s. That is just <laughs> movie like the 80s stayed with us, that orange glow. I was like, well, I can later. see everything. Because <laughs> Tom Cruise is 80 and he can't see it. He's like, Make the words up. bigger. Tom Cruise's beauty radiates into your popcorn. That's just so stunning. It just translates. I can't not get over this Panda Express thing. I got a weirder one. It's not like a sandwich. I bring in a weirder thing. When I'm trying to lose weight, when I'm cutting, I like to bring in steamed artichokes. Because when you bring in an artichoke, it's like popcorn. You have to, it takes a long time to eat, and oh I usually dip it in balsamic. Way worse oh yeah, it's balsamic too. Yeah. Oh so, but God. it takes you have to like you have to peel it and bite it and dip it. So it's a long journey, but that way it takes two hours. How do you keep it hot from the house? <laughs> no, it's room temperature. It's that's where you steam it. Yeah, you steam it. Like a steamed artichoke, it takes two hours to eat, uh, so it's okay. perfect for a movie. And, and I will say, I, I love a good steamed artichoke in its proper place. That place and time is not during Fast Five or Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, no, that's cooking though. Bring a whole pound of cookie to Fast Five. Brandon put M&M's in his popcorn and Jessica called him a monster. (laughs) And then brings it Panda Express. I don't mix it with anything. I just eat it. Yeah, it's not the issue. (laughs) Antioxidants, vitamin C and K. I'm getting healthier by the Top Gun minute. When I went and saw Blockers, I made a taco bowl. And I was like, like, I'm not going to leave this at home. I'm bringing it with me. And I put it in my (laughs) Tupperware and I brought it with me to the cinema. Oh, my God. you're looking for an outlet for a toaster oven. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, 58% of chat says, what? No, when asked if they put candy in their popcorn. Whoa. That's insane. I don't, I, I don't put candy in their popcorn. That is very different. The Fandango yeah. poll, I believe, had uh, similar numbers, actually. So maybe, yeah, maybe that, that was is Russia. That is, yeah, yeah, and we know they're, they're huge <laughs> goober fans. Um, someone in the chat said, oh, geez, boy, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> they put dot, oh, dot, dot, that's wild. It's just a disappointing oh, family out there. Oh, jeez. Uh, now, does anybody else have any, like, interesting habits? Like, off-screen uh, producer John and I were chatting a little bit. People that like a nutritional use oh, yeah, of the popcorn. That's Old good. Bay seasoning, Ooh, maybe a chili powder. Tahini's good. is spectacular. I'll add a powder to anything. Yeah. yeah. I, I will mean, say during COVID, Top Cup. my wife and I, we love popcorn. During COVID, we started making our own popcorn at home, and it is so much better. You pop the like, corn? We, you pop the corn yourself. Yeah. You get a Whirly Pop. They're not sponsoring this show, but Whirly Pop is like the greatest of Whirly Pop, sponsor the show, you cowards. It's got a little <laughs> crank on it. You put the you put the, the oil in. We use coconut oil. You put your popcorn kernels in. You spin it in 30 that's seconds. You got popcorn. So well, that's, that's great. Popcorn. That's, that's so, so much. That, that's a great, little nooch, a little nutritional That's yeast. a great transition, because I wanted to transition. We were talking a little bit about, uh, real quick, movie theater. Whoppers or Milk Duds? Neither. Neither. Okay. Whoppers. Yeah, Milk Duds. 
Oh, I would say Whoppers too. I like a you crunch. You didn't say Raisin yeah, like Eggs. I would have said Whoppers. These were my dad's candy, and okay. I'm not allowed to have it. These are just Whoppers. For me, it's an hour to eat. Yes, I love. I love that. I like. This took out one of my cabinets. Ten out of ten. Gave you two No, they do. They need the work. That's a profit margin. They invented milk duds. So I wanted to transition to talking about what our what our binging content at home snack routine might be mm. because we were kind of inspired. Jessica and I both grabbed yeah. some Stranger Things branded snacks. Not, Stranger not Things is not out sponsored. there right now. Yes. Uh, got some 3D Doritos, some regular Cool Ranch Doritos. Get the ones I got. Get the they ones also I got. have some themed Sour Patch nice. kids. Um, now these are like great. You can grab these in the grocery store for your binge watching, but do you have a a snack habit when yes. you're watching I mean, We make home. a lot of popcorn. That's yes. what I say. Yeah, we make a lot of popcorn. Y'all yeah. know me. You know how I'm Same old gene? Uh, living. No. Uh, uh, Unsteamed artichokes. I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I eat healthy. I try to eat very yes. healthy. Yeah. So at the movies, the reason why Zach sees me eat these things is because like a raw hot dog is the only the closest thing a to like a healthy thing. Sixteen dollar raw hot dog. You can, you can have. Uh, that's that's my favorite move, the raw hot dog. Uh, I do have to do that there because people are there. But when I'm binging alone, yeah. and I'm. In a mood where I'm gonna snack, it, I'm, I'm not kidding, it is bad. I will spend like $100. I will order it all from a service called GoPuff, also not sponsoring <laughs> this show. GoPuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like a weed store? Uh, uh, it's like a that was like a snack store. store. It's when you're smoking, it's what you use yeah, yeah. <laughs> after. Uh, and I will order every flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream Ooh. in a pint. Together, okay. and then I will also order every. Ki- I, uh, there's a lot more. Every kind of <laughs> ice cream sandwich that that they have, and then cones, and then tortilla chips. Oh my gosh! Like, and then I. I mean, honestly, I just like I'm. Hey, I'm binge watching. I'm binge eating. Yeah. You guys, oh I, I approve of what Philip said, but I'll give you the poor person's method. The one that's <laughs> not on the delivery ice cream you go, you go to Taco Bell, you get a uh, you get the 12 party pack tacos. <laughs> and you only You go into a movie theater with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. And then you get one ticket for Maverick. <laughs> that's not pizza's yeah. back is four ninety nine. Yeah, and then you get those. Back. They're sold out right now, but it's coming back. The two gallon ice cream that they had in elementary school. It's <laughs> yes. just the three colors. With the, with the clear plastic. If you're going calorie density, there's also this place called Costco and they sell a five pound tub of cookie dough and in my experience very little tops a five pound cookie dough Uh, I had a tapeworm for seven years taught me the power of cookie dough didn't know I had a tapeworm but I learned the power of five pounds. Thank you. Oh, sorry, you guys brought for your up. bravery of like telling yeah. us about your table. It was terrifying. That was, that was seven horrible. years. Seven years. It was twenty-two feet long. Oh, that's <laughs> next time on <laughs> New Rockstar. Speaking of Demogorgon. Yeah. But also, no, they did not. Maybe love sugar fun. like some fierce. I am fierce. so shook. We need to move. I just want to switch seats. Oh my god. I love cookie dough more than most things. Yeah. But like my cookie dough habit is like is like nicotine now because I like I needed sugar all the time because I was feeling. Okay. So oh, I can literally wow. house five pounds of cookie dough, no oh, problem. You were pregnant. Like, well, yeah, no. It <laughs> was steering the ship, too. <laughs> what was its name? A Fred. Because I wanted mm. to kill Fred, so I called it Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Jessica and I were talking, though these are all great snacks. Sour Patch Kids and Doritos are always delicious. But a little disappointing, these aren't special flavors. They just put the packaging on <laughs> yeah. the regular. Get it I love it. I'm like, I, you know, again, I go way back. I like an Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Okay? I like, give me a dedicated flavor to this IP. You know, Earn yeah, that yeah. sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh, Upside Down Debbie Cakes. Yes. Uh, well, we even really had, like in that. one of our very first Rogue Theory episodes, we ate, they released special Stranger Things season three Baskin Robbins flavors mm-hmm. oh. that we sampled. There was like upside down pineapple cake or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, kind of clever name. I don't even but. mind if it's the same chip. Just make it look different, like the Demogorgon yeah. or something. Because I liked when like they had the Shrek ketchup at uh, Burger King <laughs> and it was Shrek green. <laughs> you think you think at the factories those, that like stretch where they're like I make Doritos that are triangle shaped for years and every once in a while I have to make it look like. You know, uh, a transformer or something. Do you think that's an exciting time for them or a miserable? Time I think time? it's exciting. You know, there's a creative team at Frito Lay that spent uh, months coming out with like the golden designs, ratio. Yes. New, new, new names, all that stuff, and it got shot down by the the big wigs in the C-suite because they were too afraid <laughs> to upset the consumers of America. But those engineers, they but got they the worked design on it. They and worked, they worked, on they it. developed. The I mean, think about it. Probably was engineers. Think about the shape yeah. of a chip. 
Yeah. It's triangle. It goes perfectly right into your mouth. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. It cuts and the size. And it's a crunch. The density is important. That's how you yep. know there's a yep. god because uh, that's chips how you are know there's shape. a god. Yeah. <laughs> just like your throat. Just yeah. like your throat. Yeah. It's perfect. Perfect. Uh, and speaking good. of throats, <laughs> shave his head. Shave his head. <laughs> shave now his. I feel like I have to. Um, uh, let's, uh, Brandon. Can you uh, yeah, throw a couple of those super chats out there? Jeff Borst asked this early on, and I don't know what it means. Anyone else think the Skrull are Jack? Jock and Hagar from Game of Thrones. Oh, he's, okay. he's the uh, faceless man. The man with no face? Yeah. Yes, oh. uh, No, I don't think it is. No, so uh, shout out to Jack and Hagar, who's currently on Stranger Things. He plays the oh, Russian guard okay. uh, who befriends Hopper. Uh, Myra Pedron said, can we please have Koi every week? I love when he talks fast. Laughing my A off. I can't say what she was laughing off. Laughing to inspire the A off. Yeah, I am impressed with your your speed. Yeah. You got those ideas. I was challenged. So I felt like, I mean, man, I, I want to make sure the runtime hit. Ooh, I got you. Yeah, I'm that exhausted. worm turned my you into an auctioneer. <laughs> I'm not always ready. I just I feel my out. cookie dough power. Uh, <laughs> did he speak? I'm not sure. Max Max Savage, big fan of Epic Hero Shop, said, plan to buy the highest ground shirt so I can wear it to church and mess with Oh, God. I support that, but also I would Confront your religious leaders with the power of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You, you know what's great about it? Okay, so he's having the highest ground shirt and it looks like stained glass and has like Obi-Wan in like a Jesus pose. I guarantee that they're not going to know it's not a Jesus shirt. Well, there's the That's meme the best that goes part? around, right? Yes, here. With, uh, the grandma's house, just put that oh, yeah, picture. Yeah, Obi-Wan is Jesus or Qui-Gon is Jesus. But it has like yeah, TIE fighters in it. This is amazing. But you know that like... The TIE fighters are just angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the Philistines coming to destroy us. Oh, that's beautiful. The TIE fighters uh, watching over us. Uh, <laughs> like my grandfather. Chrissy, <laughs> yeah. our, our good friend Chrissy, uh, she was commenting on great that, point. Uh, the conversation we were having about the past coming back. Our heroes from the past. She said, we went from riding the fame of popular actors to bring in new fans to an existing fandom to now bringing back OG actors to appeal to the people who were kids then and now are adults and have the oh. money. So, which so is so it's like true. We, had so to, true. we had to start over so that there would be new fans, and then they got those new fans, but then they lost the adult fans, and now mm -hmm. the adult fans need the nostalgia. Oh, interesting. So your Tom Cruise's, your Keanu Reeves, your Sigourney Weavers, there's like a wave of that 80s. Yeah, it's to, like to how they had Matlock, yeah. right? Who was Andy Griffith all grown up? What's oh, Matlock? Matlock was the same actor from Andy Griffith. Okay. The Andy Griffith Show. That's how they brought him Whoa. into the next this generation. Is, this is how we bring older viewers into the music. <laughs> Yeah, come break. on. Hey, you Matlock fans out there. Hey, you Matlock fans. Wake up, Matlock fans. Wake up. They're eating dinner yeah. right now. Yeah. They're yeah. watching yeah. MASH. They're already in bed, frankly. Uh, Mr. Krabs saying, me seeing John in Multiverse of Madness, quote, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Uh, we all know you love The Office. Yeah. It'll never die, unfortunately. S. Elizabeth wants us to pitch a what if episode. Parentheses, please. please. She did ask nicely. Oh, she did ask kind nicely. of you, S. Elizabeth. Um, whoa, that, that's a tall task to pitch. Uh, uh, how about it doesn't have to be Marvel? It does, oh, what if anything? Oh, well, what if oh, anything? I like that. Well, my big what if, uh, this was what I wanted Disney to do when they did the live action Aladdin, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm waiting for Marvel to do this too. I want some gender swapping going on. I wanted the live action Aladdin to be Jasmine was the street rat. Uh, who mm. comes across the genie, and Aladdin mm. is the prince who lives in the castle or whatever. Oh. It's the story of Jasmine going from rags to riches. That's what I okay. want. Okay, that's, well, that, that's so like funny that. because inspired by the Pinocchio trailer we got earlier this week, I want uh, a role reversal there. I don't want it. <laughs> so you want a boy that builds an old man puppet. That's not right. That's not right. That's not right. I don't want that. I, I want don't that want so that. What if Pinocchio was the puppeteer? <laughs> I don't want that. Jessica, you got you want want want? Um, What if uh, Jessica adopted four more cats? <laughs> and then oh, I just have more cats. This is to my... Uh, my roommate watching. <laughs> Can I get more What if cats? this episode happened and it already did? Yeah. And this and is how you're finding the out. Cats are in my office yeah. and I bring them home by accident. <laughs> uh, in the vein of Multiverse of Madness, what if when Xavier met Scarlet Witch, he remembered mutants and that caused like a domino effect of oh. mutants being activated in the MCU yeah. by way of her saying mutants instead of no more mutants yeah, and that being yeah, a way to yeah. tie in the Fox universe into our universe and yeah. then at the end, Deadpool is there because I need that. <laughs> uh, uh, my what if is uh, uh, what if Luke was the one that uh, became Prince of Alderaan? Like he oh. went, he, he oh. went. Oh, you flipped the twins there. Oh, 
That's a and good one. And just like a bitchy diva. <laughs> just <laughs> the worst. When, when Vader catches him on that ship, he'd be like, here's the plans, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as strong as Leia. Leia's got the guts. This is driving houses still. <laughs> still like doing that laying down pose though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Still looking in the lightsabers. Little bosomy uh, for a stormtrooper, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> wow. That's a good one. I would, I would really enjoy seeing that. And hey, Disney owns all that crap now. You never know. Um, <laughs> oh and then we'll God. end on one more super chat. Just me saying, yes, Morbius is way better than any bat punk movie. I'm just, you know what? I just wanted to read that just to end on an incendiary note. Uh, people just trying to stir things up. Uh, all of tomorrow's episode is going to be yeah, just <laughs> insulting uh, much more popular uh, characters via Morbius. Uh, but thank you all so much for watching. Thank you uh, all for being here, especially Koi. Oh, welcome to the yeah, show. Thank Koi. you so much. Are you allowed to plug your thing? Or? Oh, yeah. So I just started a new show, uh, The Real Rejects, called Koi's Comic Corner. Literally the first episode is me doing a 20-minute dissertation on how I bring the Fantastic Four. The next one we haven't announced yet, but I'll do it here. Uh, it's how I bring in Wolverine into the greater MCU. Oh. And it's not how you'd think. And I also have a podcast called KoiCast. I also have my own YouTube channel that I don't use nearly enough. And I'm really trying to get into TikTok. So uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok's hard. I'm old. But that's where I'm at mostly because it's apparently the most relevant. <laughs> not to right. build an audience or anything, but... Yeah, yeah, it's just like, this is all I have. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah! This cool. is awesome. Thank you, guys. It was really, really cool to be here. Thank yeah. yeah. And thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll be back tomorrow. Fridays get weird on the break room. Fridays okay. get weird. Sometimes there's alcohol involved. Often, I mean, if you thought, like, our snack discussion was wide-ranging, uh, just imagine how many tapeworms we're going to talk about and tomorrow. And the boys comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the boys on the ground. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be watch, watch three boys tonight. Yes. Yeah, real quick shout out to uh, the real Break Room fans who were have seen enough episodes of this show to understand why I was not allowed to eat a single one of these snacks. <laughs> no eating on camera. The entire time. We're going to we're gonna get into these snacks off camera. Uh, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow and in the future. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.